forever. Dog. Warning, the following podcast is the origin of the podcast The Ride hosts. It may contain hamburger factories, substantial boats, and t-shirts that would make the Big Johnson people embarrassed. Come learn about Mike, Scott, and Jason's very regular childhoods. It's the parks that made us on today's podcast, The Ride. Welcome to Podcast the Ride, where today we stop thinking about the theme parks in our heads and focus a little more on the theme parks in our hearts. I'm Scott Gardner, joined by Mike Carlson. <laughs> I'm, I'm acting. <laughs> I didn't know what that. I I'm thought that was so legitimately uh, choking on food or choking uh, on my own emotions. <laughs> I see uh, emotion. Yes, beautiful. That's good. Beautiful. That's what I want yeah, today is yeah. choking on emotions. Let's all be doing that. Jason yeah. Sheridan. Yeah, let's get this actor some more jobs. <laughs> let's get this man booked. Well, please. I say booked. Jason and I beg for work every please. week here. We beg for work on the show at this point. It's pathetic. So, yeah, please. If you didn't hear that. You don't do it every week, and yeah, I don't think you should true. start. But uh, as much as you times. feel like you need to. Yeah, that's true. It's happened yeah, a few times. But that's I, not so much our hearts. That's more our guts, the rumbling, the stomach acid churning in our guts. Needing hunger and having like hunger, needing treats. Right, then more just anxiety pangs of bile, you mm. know. If we're mm. talking like, if you want like the lone gunman from X-Files on your show, three guys who are a little quirky, a little strange. If you've ever seen the X-Files, there were the three kind of guys that were like Mulder would go to like for research and they were kind of like conspiracy theory guys and they would give him information, but they were a little odd and they had their own spinoff that didn't, I guess, do well. Mm -hmm. This is the three of us could do that on some show, I think. Yeah. Sorry, you're pitching us as people who had their own show that failed. Well, no, no, I'm saying it, uh, in the future we could be a, 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 we could be on a show, we mm -hmm. could have a spinoff and then it would fail. But you're okay with the failure of the eventual show as long as we get the, the rates yeah. for, for recurring on a more popular show. Yeah. Primetime Prime Fox, a Prime full Time season Fox, of that? one season yeah, in 1999 or 2000, whatever that was. You <laughs> were, know? They were, were they on more than one season of X-Files or there was only yeah, one more season? more than one season of okay, X-Files. Okay, well, so the lone gunmen are doing fine then. Yeah. I so, would so, assume. I mean, I don't know, but Do I'm they, just saying this is where we're available in the same sort of like, oh, these quirk, three quirky guys for a show. If your show needs three quirky guys... Mm -hmm. Here we are. If your show is looking to hire three whites at once, <laughs> just a big glut, let's really maybe up that's the, part the of it. white numbers. <laughs> maybe that's part of it. I don't know how, but maybe that's part of it. <laughs> it's mocking that, the idea yes. of that. It's an ironic That's right. So here we are. Us and that. But, uh, the new lone gunman ready to be inserted in your TV show. Yeah. And, and today, we'll, you'll see the soul and the heart of us. We'll see... You know where we came from. The that's origin right. story. That's yes. yeah. That's the idea. What what we're doing here today is Mike and Jason and I are all going to talk about a park or a themed attraction that meant a lot to us growing up. That's like way deep mm -hmm. in the psyche. And you might say, well, you do that all the time. But <laughs> today, this is not. We're not talking no corporate. Disney, Universal, the man, man. That's yeah. not what it is. Boring, we're talking yeah. about places that were local, 
that were homespun and where even though we maybe recognize the the, the flaws and the chintziness, mm -hmm. it's always going to be in there. Like like it's always it's it's part of us. It affected us. Mm -hmm. uh, part of our origin story, as Jason said. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, we're excited about this. Uh, there's a lot. There were many places even I think we could have picked multiple places, but we've, we've chosen one. So there's sequel opportunity for this episode, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, especially we because chose I one. think we all being that we all like fetishized some place that wasn't even meant mm -hmm. to be enjoyed. Yeah. Well, you know, like in my case, the Fry's Electronics that was based yes. around Alice in Wonderland. Like that's a viable, <laughs> but God knows I've talked enough about Fry's. But like we probably all have like you know, there was a post office mm. and the roof was interesting. And that was like the thing that had a lot of impact. Oh, on yeah. I think I've said this before on the Woodfield Mall episode or maybe before there was like a shoe store that had a little like circle like that you could kind of sit in. I forget even how to describe it, but there was like a little play thing in the shoe store. And I was just like, this is the greatest place I've ever been. I'm trying to picture. And that's probably a chain and I can't think of the name of it. And people are probably know exactly what it is. There's a slide inside as well. Okay. But to get in the store, you if you were just a kid sized, there was like a hole kind of that you could like walk through and then you could like chill out in this sort of hole. You had a special entrance, a special yeah. entrance for kids in this mall. Basically, store. yeah. Like the Imaginarium, that's what I said. The Imaginarium mm. was a store with a little door. Yeah. I miss doggy doors for, for a little child. Children. 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 I yeah. don't think I've been anywhere with my son with a tiny door meant for him mm. and that I couldn't fit into, that I'd be humiliated if I tried mm. to go into. And we right. need more of those. We should. Like, somebody really should make, I mean, there's been so much talk of like Wonka attractions over the years. Somebody should make that like door, the tiny door at the end of the weird room when they're about to go into the factory, something like that. Obviously, yeah. that's not yeah. the way it's portrayed is impossible, but there's a version of it where you could do like kids only could fit in a certain door. Make all those blustery dads and moms have yes. to get on their hands and Make knees. the mom and dads uh, uh, get hurt. Make them scrape, <laughs> scrape their knees. Wear down their already yeah. worn down limbs. Everyone's wearing suits and dresses because it's Engl I guess it's English in uh, England in this 1960s in this scenario. They were all fancy. That yeah. was like Disneyland in the 50s and 60s where you dressed up. They did, and I guess yeah. that's a momentous day, and they probably knew that Willy Wonka dresses up yeah as well Although, so they had to match there is a class element i feel like to willy wonka because like charlie and his grandfather probably have the least amount of money of all of them too so that's probably part of it but also mm -hmm. people dressed up back in the day so grandpa is wearing a suit but it's probably like a less nice suit than the others oh yeah those snooty other people yeah they're, they're on to him and remember it probably stinks because yeah, that place is that how it's he's sleeping with the other grandparents yeah he's very he's got his own elderly stink that's amassed the stink of the other mm. elders yeah and then they make nothing but cabbage stew in there so probably every article of clothing has kind of a cabbage reek. he he could have taken his annual shower though before i don't know <laughs> Was that the situation? There was one shower? Maybe. Hmm. I think it was saying? a bath. A bath. I think yes, they, they would do a bath. bath. Yeah. Right. So okay. that makes sense. But Did also they... using it for also cooking up cabbage in there to make stew. Will They're they... getting the bath water to eventually eat. Will... Multi-purpose cauldron, yeah. Will mm -hmm. they show the grandpa bath in the Chamolet, Chamol whatever, the new Chalamet. Wonka. Chalamet, what's his name? <laughs> Excuse me, I apologize. I like Chamolet. Chamolet's funnier. Uh, <laughs> will they show it in the new Wonka? The grandpa bath. I sure hope so. I'd like to see every detail and like with uh, crazy CGI. Yeah, CGI Rittering. grandpa mm -hmm. in water. Uh, so <laughs> anyway, um, childhood parks. 
We're yeah. talking, yes. The, so, like, yeah, the little one, the one, the places that felt like ours, mm-hmm. where maybe you could go, you know, like you could talk to other kids about, have you been to Disneyland? But anybody could go to Disneyland. These places felt like, like, almost to me, like, maybe I'll never meet anyone who also knew these places. Mm. Unless in your case, it was like, Oh, all the kids in your area are talking about whatever your thing is. I think my case, a lot, some of the kids were talking about it. I think it was, it's pretty well attended. It's been around for a long time. So I wouldn't be shocked if people in the area at least went once. Sure. Sure. Um, Yeah. But it definitely, it was not getting Disney levels of attendance. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. but it is still open and it's been open since 81. Mine is, I guess, should we roll into mine? Yeah. Yeah. Well, we didn't talk about the order. I was going to say, I mean, let's roll into yours. I was going to say, does it make sense to go for the, uh, the person to go last who thinks that theirs is the worst? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Do you think that's yours? No. Okay. Okay. I don't think so. Jason? No. Okay. Maybe it's me then. You think yours is the worst? Maybe it might be the worst. Yeah. Having, having just been. And, and revisited. I would say I haven't just been, days. but mine still seems kind of charming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think Mike should start because a, a thing of mine I didn't realize until I was a little deep into it. Mm-hmm. it there's kind of a it shares some things with uh, what little I know of Mike's. Okay, oh, but mine also is get has gotten increasingly more elaborate. Where I learned mm. things today uh, when I was working on stuff, where I was like, "Well, I didn't know that." And like, oh, this is a uh, very funny folly uh, for well, a thing God, to occur. Follies to come. Follies to come. Follies. Not novelty garden architecture. I was uh, trying to find roller follies coaster for construction mine. mishaps. I was trying mm-hmm. to find follies for mine. I don't think I found any major follies that have been documented. Um, uh, well, then by all means, let's dive into yours, Mike. And I, I also think that something we should let's compare contrast these. Uh, we'll, we'll all lay our specific parks and places out, and mm-hmm. based on those, we'll determine uh, who had the best childhood. <laughs> <laughs> I think it'll we'll be, be a, a winner. I of... think it'll be clear. Uh, uh, so, yeah, I guess let's start. Um, Brian, I have a video that mm. I, I, I sent. Uh, it's a pi- It says pirate video. I think we should probably start with that. This is a newer commercial, uh, just to Are give you a little taste. Discover oh. a buried treasure filled with summertime fun at Pirate's Cove. Children's theme park in Elk Grove Village. What theme park? Pirates Cove. Sure, sure, sure. Children's, children's, children's theme park. One day, two to nine to explore. <laughs> so sail over to Pirates Cove <laughs> Children's theme park between June and August, and take me word, you'll be hooked. Yo ho ho! So that's Pirates Cove. The graphic design has <laughs> been updated. It doesn't maybe look like it's been updated, but home of the slowest moving kids <laughs> in the whole state. Uh, Pirates Cove. So I went there. I, I don't know the first how young I was. I was probably five or whatever. And I've I've brought up this place a couple times, and I think I've brought up a few times. It's not five timers, but it's. Uh, a couple times that there was a UFO ride back in the day mm-hmm. where you would go inside and there was a video that would play that would show you launching into space. And I thought I was 100% real. Oh, cool. And it flipped. I was, it made me nuts. I thought we were going into space and I was so scared. <laughs> What's happening actually on the road? What kind of ride are we talking? We're talking a, a little UFO shaped place. You walk inside, you sit down and they hit play on a VCR. So not even does There's the room no not move? Oh, no not, this is not not even no, a ride. This is just a video screen that shows you like, hey, and now here we go. And then there's like a shot 
of the UFO that you're supposedly in, it's probably like night, which doesn't make sense either because it's daytime when you're in there and you're, but your kid brain doesn't maybe doesn't put it together. And then the UFO launches off into space. And if you're little enough, you believe it. Or, or dumb enough, I guess you believe it that you're going into space. I and wish I had that still. Well, how great would it be every day that you think things like that, or how, or that you take everything at uh, uh, on faith at a theme park? Yeah, yeah. I love that. It would I'd love to be tricked fully. It, I love to get yeah. In wrestling, they say worked. I love to get worked. I love to get tricked. I like it when I think something might be real, but it's not. That's fun. Now, is it also maybe scary? Maybe it would also turn your day into a terrifying nightmare of like, oh my, like if you go to Disney, you're like, I was on a runaway train and then I was in a <laughs> rocket ship going into the middle of the space. Like maybe it would be a little too intense depending on your level. To go into a mountain yeah. and there was a monster in the mountain several times and he swiped at yes, me. Yes, and a woman in a, a puppy coat started screaming at me <laughs> and she told me she was going to like... <laughs> take me and help put me in a puppy processing plant or something like there would be a little too much i think that the face character should be saying something like that. there is a dirty old house where the dead do not rest (laughs) (laughs) almost a thousand there's a haunted house telling them telling me that they're going to kill me and put me in the house i saw many but by their math there's a lot more i haven't seen Yes. One of them came home with me. Mm-hmm. So that's why I, I'm just calling you right now. Mm-hmm. I'm quarantining. I assume it's the same rules as COVID. Mm-hmm. I feel like by two weeks, that ghost is going to be yes. gone. Before right. I, I just want to be safe. I don't want you to get haunted. I want and you. And be careful. Don't think. I, I saw my dad give his credit card. He paid for us to go in this place. <laughs> this <laughs> nightmare world. Choice. We chose this. this we gave the, our hard-earned money yeah. away. Yeah. So, yes, exactly. This is the, this is, I thought I was going into a real pirate ship. I thought I, I thought a lot of it was real, obviously, as a lot of kid, little kids do. So now I, you may wonder why was there a UFO in the middle of Pirate's Cove? I don't know the answer to it. <laughs> I don't know the answer to this question. <laughs> I could not find even documentation that the UFO was there. Mm-hmm. I yeah. know it was there unless somebody's going to tell me this is some weird like there was a one-off UFO attraction in a parking lot somewhere, which I do not believe it was at Pirate's Cove. Yeah, there's they, two reasons, I think. Uh, one, you can't copyright pirates or aliens. That's true. Uh, and two, um, yeah, just get in there. Kids like it, probably. Uh, yes, of course. Kids like aliens, kids like pirates. So uh, let's put up a, a slide, pirate slide one, real quick, just to give you kind of an overview of what the park looks like. This is, again, a newer uh, map and a newer version of it. Mm, that was very handy. Um, so, yeah, this is if you're, yeah, we're on YouTube. If you're just listening and you want to, if you're dying to see what this park looks like. Um, now a lot of it hasn't changed. I would say that the big showpiece is that pirate ship right there, which is number five, Pete's pirate ship. Pete is the pirate. Okay. This is the IP of the Elk Grove village park district is Pete, the pirate <laughs> you heard. I assume you heard him in the commercial there. That's a performer playing Pete. Um, and this was like a really impressive ship to a kid. Cause it had like stocks. It had like a little jail in like the button, like the bottom floor of it. But then you could go on the top and they had the whatever the big wheel and you could spin the big wheel around and going on it as a kid. I, that was kind of, that was the whole thing. That was the attraction to me is going to get to hang out on the ship. Um, and they had like, I'm trying to think how to describe it. They, it looks like it's gone, but you used to be able to hold on to like these big yellow plastic pieces that were on zip lines 
and like fly down into a bunch of sand. Wow. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? You, you remember like something like, not one of those where you'd hold on like kind of with your two hands, but one that was just like, a, you would sit on this yellow like seat and you would like hug this like okay. yellow piece of plastic hmm. and then they would shoot you down into the sand. And that was so much fun. And going to this thing, yeah, as a kid felt, you knew it wasn't Disney, but it was, it was pretty fun and felt kind of special. And I'm I I'm impressed that it's actually still there. This was born built in 1981. I saw some figure of like seven hundred fifty thousand dollars to build this. Which look, if you look at the video, it seems a little high. <laughs> <laughs> no offense to Pirates Cove, but it seems a little high because like they had that. I believe they had that little train ride that we saw in there, and they had the ship and they had like a carousel of some kind. But this isn't. We're not. There's not like an e ticket to be found here, which is okay. Maybe there was like a bunch of uh, chemicals in the ground or uh, bodies. They were like, raising a bunch <laughs> of corpses and that possible. added to the expense. Um, can we go to Pirate Slide 6? Now, these are these are uh, walk-around costume characters that I don't recall seeing. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> but these are fun. These are fun as hell. pirate. And that's Pete with a giant head and a giant smile. Like imagine yeah. like imagine Mickey Mouse at Disneyland, but he had like a big set of teeth. <laughs> like imagine mm. Mickey just like with his like big like Ren and Stimpy style human teeth. And the um, the bottom row of teeth as big as, as the big. top. That's really the unsettling part here. Imagine all like remember Sonic's teeth? We all lo- remember Sonic's teeth from the ver- first version of the Sonic the Hedgehog trailer. Oh, sure. Yeah. Imagine yeah. those teeth on any of the costume characters <laughs> at Disney or Universal, like Woody Woodpecker with big teeth or Frankenstein with big teeth. Uh, and yeah, you're you're kind of in the ballpark of what this Pete the Pirate looks like. Yeah, I, he looks a little like a minor league baseball team mascot yes. that yes, is going does. to do a foot race with other minor league baseball mascots. <laughs> and whether they're a pirate or a watermelon, they're all smiling. Yes, uh, uh, they're all smiling. <laughs> what lucky team has a watermelon for a mascot? Gotta be, gotta be a watermelon. I mean, everyone sends me, I've gotten, it delights me to no end when someone tells me, hey, a minor league league baseball team has a hot dog mascot now or like has a scrapple <laughs> mascot now and i'm like well i guess i gotta buy more hats scrapple is there mascot? a scrapple there mascot? is a scrapple really? one i believe there's a Whoa. pork roll one i think oh my and god a we gotta one. look into that so, yeah. a big piece of scrapple though is either just gonna look like a it's just a slice like a yeah, scrappy is it called a... scrappy I don't know. I don't know if they've assigned names to the character. Like, well, we you need to, you can't just wet our whistle a little bit. We need the full meal here. This yeah. may be a topic before the boys of summer are gone that we look at minor league baseball. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's fine. Yeah I'm, yeah, I'm I'm comfortable with that. For the boys of summer, are we are the boys of summer. The term refers to baseball when baseball's over. The song "Boys, the song of, summer boys of Summer" is about mm-hmm. baseball players calling it. Uh, a season, basically. Well, it says, "I'll love you even after the boys of summer are gone." I didn't know this, honestly. I think that's what I always heard. Really? Did you know this? No. About the boys of summer? I didn't. I haven't. I've the tried to not think about the boys of summer as much as possible. Well, I'm going to take a wild stab based on the general music tenor of the show that. You both are fond of the song "The Boys of Summer." I both for both the, the Atari and the Atari oh. version. Like, <laughs> I was just in oh, a. Oh, you guys! I was in a casino just I yesterday, like the boys of and I went. 
I, I, was well, like, Jason, you did, you did like, a mic point. He yeah, says, I, I did do a mic a point. point that you do when an extremely obvious and omnipresent song comes yeah. on. Mm-hmm. I think it was. Public. I think it was oh, that no. it was mm. playing in the bathroom. But then we, when I came out into like the hall hallway of the conference center, they're playing like "Turn Down for What" or something, and I was like, <laughs> "Well, they got multiple tracks. They got mm. multiple music setups." Because uh, uh, Tataris, of course, the only difference is they changed the sticker. That's right. That's a black flag. It's a black sticker. flag sticker. Isn't Which, that interesting? What are you talking about? There's a the, line the, uh, I saw like a, a I saw something, a deadhead sticker dead, on, a, on a Cadillac, Cadillac. in okay. the Boys of Summer, and then they change in the Atari's version to I saw a black flag sticker on a Cadillac. Yeah, uh, but then it's that's the only lyrical change mm-hmm. in those two versions. Is there anywhere in this in this pirate park I can drown myself? <laughs> uh, oh yeah, Buccaneer Bay boats. I saw yeah, it. There okay. are Buccaneer Bay. Do, do I'll I have, let I'll let a boat hit me in the head? I don't actually have a photo then... of that because, but it's not that interesting. I think they're like little kid paddle boats, and I can't remember if they had that when I was younger. I was always a little bit, I guess, scared of those little boats, but they're they they're very shallow. So, um, let's see. Let's go to uh. Uh, slide three. Okay, wait, no, no, hold on, hold on a second. Let me wait a reveal. <laughs> oh, I'm realizing oh. it's a reveal. Oh, okay, okay. I'll look it. Okay, okay. So a- when I was like nine or ten, let's say, I remember them ex- announcing a big expansion oh, for boy. this place, this Huge. Pirate's Cove. There, there was a big thing coming next summer or whatever, and I was pretty psyched. And it was a new theme. It was Camelot. Oh. oh, and my kid brain was like, when I saw a photo of this, I went, holy crap, this looks amazing. This is like some crazy like Disney style castle. Now, I haven't thought about this in 30 years or whatever, or 20, however old I am. Uh, and I found a picture of what Camelot looks like. <laughs> OK. All right. And here it is. OK. OK. Uh, remember, I built this up very big in my mind. Place of this your is dreams. slide three. OK. Oh no! <laughs> oh no! It's now, like a giant, like plastic, like what you'd have in your backyard, just very big. Yeah, it is not bad, but I went, "Whoa, that's it!" My member, my memory of it was that it was going to be a big castle, like the ship was a big ship. That's not the case. I mean, it looks fine. It's it's a this is a, a smallish theme park. And you were imagine when like looking at that artwork of Galaxy's Edge before it opened, like like the yeah. like the ornate painting that was up uh, outside of the site. Yes, you thought that Camelot would be a um, a twenty acre endeavor. That right, the, the castle would tower high into the sky right i think it's like uh, it looks like it's maybe 25 by 25 (laughs) and uh there is a big dragon slide which is awesome and there's a little photo of it here and we'll put some more photos online does the um in the map it looks like the dragon had an eye patch does that uh square with your memory i don't remember the dragon i'll say this about it i believe when camelot was installed it was the last year we went okay that i was too old for it after this so i don't remember a lot of camelot mm-hmm. mm. camelot was not in my like prime going days this was sort of a i i would love to know exactly because but like no one no one was documenting this no one was documenting my life this hard right because in the in the commercial in the audio of the commercial it said ages two to nine yes and that oh. is a certain certain kind of park yes where it's like oh you're too old for this there's no role like the other place we, uh, that I went to a lot was Santa's Village. That at least had a roller coaster or two. There were at least some like that had a uh, like a tilt a whirl. Yeah, which is something everyone can enjoy. But this is a little kid park, so yeah. So 
I did not get to. I don't have many memories of Camelot other than just seeing like an ad for Camelot. So is a um, parent uh, at Pirates Cove struggling? Is there, or is it just like, well, it's something for them to do? I there's. I don't think you can get a drink if that's what you're asking. Um, I wasn't, but I guess that's a that's a fair question. Being that like, no, I'll say that I have not had a drink with my son at Chuck E. Cheese, despite having recently taken him to a far away Chuck E. Cheese mm. for him to see a full munch. Right, I did want to introduce him to the band, which was, I did one by one. <laughs> that was a short trip, though. Um, yeah, if yeah. he was having a full birthday. There. Yeah, you. I would maybe maybe dad beer has a wine. beer. Yeah, yeah. Maybe this was all. It was also 10 a.m. and I'm not that bad <laughs> yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plus, you want to be clear-headed for the show, for the rock and roll show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I. Does uh, Chuck E. Cheese do Boys of Summer? Can you do a quick Google oh, while I'm talking I'd about this? I'd love that. Let me see. Especially early '90s Chuck. That seems very possible. Yeah, yeah I think so. Uh, With uh, mi- where they do the song sincerely, but then like. Gee, Jasper, I love baseball. See, then <laughs> the baseball players are going away. <laughs> Didn't you know what that's what the song was about? It's November, way past summer, so you know what that means. The boys, boys of, of summer, summer are gone. It makes me hate that in the song. The boys of, it doesn't the boys make any of sense. summer and slightly uh, after and slightly before. Baseball ends in October. Baseball goes forever. It's yeah. Not ju- it's not just summer. Boys of summer. Not by a long shot. I got to look up that too. Stupid well, fall ball's got a very different feel to middle of summer. Fall ball. <laughs> fall ball. You never heard of fall ball? I've never heard of fall the ball. The playoffs in the series? Um, let's see. So there's a better, let me get a better picture of Pirate Slide 5. This is a better picture of the mm. pirate ship because this is the main attraction here. Okay, yeah. Um, and uh, it's it's pretty, it's in my, again, in my mind, it looked like the Black Pearl. This isn't quite <laughs> yeah. that, but you can see there's like levels to it. There's cannons. Mm-hmm. Like you can pull, like as a kid, you can pretend you're pulling the cannon. They don't let you climb like the top to get in the observation tower or anything. Obviously, that would be too dangerous. But this felt like stepping, this felt the, like the closest thing to home, maybe other than a Chuck E. Cheese, where you could get in some sort like sort of imagineered place. Sure. You could get well, in some sort of immersive yeah, I didn't, place. I can't recall anything else like this other than like miniature golf and you walk through a castle, but then the rest is, you know. Right. It was things. not as themed the whole yeah, way through. Yeah, I would have I loved this for sure. Yeah. I, a lot of this sort of stuff near me, it was either indoor family fun centers with a small arcade, maybe a pizza kitchen. And like um, laser tag, or it was a pool and one water slide next to I ninety five. You're like, is this the best place for this? Is this the best place? Like, I don't think I have no memory. I have memories of driving by the water slide by I ninety five, and mm-hmm. I know some kids who had like summer birthdays would do birthdays there. I have no recollection of ever going there. Mm-hmm. Right, uh, but if this you is slip one slip and you're one out on slip. The road. You're in the freeway. Um, um, this is so much more like lush green. You know, I was gonna say the grounds are. Yeah. Uh, that's the adult in me now. Like, oh, it's very well manicured grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to Pirate Slide Seven. I never saw anything really here or did anything, but. This oh, is shows. this is the Pirates Wharf Fun Stage, <laughs> which I found referred to just as the Fun Stage before. So it seems like they can put shows up. It feels like a local like uh, concert band could do a performance here as well. This is a confusing uh, scene. I'm I feel like I'm seeing not well, just Peter Pan and Captain Hook, but also. Maleficent, perhaps. Maleficent. I feel like there's an Aladdin in there. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that looks, a. I I feel like yeah. a, a, a Tangled, Rapunzel, and 
Maybe it's Snow White on the left. Yeah. This yeah. is boy. This is a uh, all star greatest crossover event ever. Uh, Are these teenagers or children or unclear. college students? Unclear. Okay. Uh, uh, maybe eleven year olds. I mean, they look okay. older. Um, but the back, but the backdrop is like uh, a little bit of uh, uh, pirates. I don't know, like a little town in the Pirates, whatever, IP Tortuga. version. Tortuga. So this is Tortuga. There's an academy. There's a door that says academy. There's a door that says market. And then there's a door, two doors that are open, uh, don't actually have doors. They're just holes in the wall called Blackbeard's, Blackbeard's Bank. <laughs> so Blackbeard has bank. a bank in this stage. So you could put on any sort of show about Blackbeard and his bank and his various, I don't know, financial yeah, holdings. The FDIC refuses <laughs> to insure my holdings. <laughs> yes. Be sure to chain up those pins lest you be use, losing them. <laughs> We've got safe deposit boxes, which is just McGruff. We've got <laughs> safe deposit boxes. Let's say, for, say, uh, what would McGruff say, but just with Yarg matey in the, at the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> Be careful of counterfeit banks, our matey. <laughs> Yo hoy, ya landlubbers. Be careful of counterfeit bike helmets. Your counterfeit doubloons uh, <laughs> infest uh, pirate chests wherever. Also, don't uh, you may be tempted, but don't pee in a pirate's chest, yard. Or <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, I guess I guess they probably put on little shows here, uh, and. Uh, you know, uh, could we do a show on the Blackbeard's Bank stage? I bet we could. I bet I bet podcast the right could. I'm saying we'd be doing them a huge favor. I think so. And when I say show, I don't mean the live podcast. I mean a live pirate show that I wrote for oh, us. Oh, okay. <laughs> Where Jason plays Blackbeard. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then uh, Scott, of course, plays Peter Pan. No. And I play a different Peter Pan. I'd rather play Don Henley. <laughs> <I've>, than... <laughs> I play Pan. I play, I play an older Pan, and Scott plays young Pan. No, no. Yeah, then, I need some ID from one of you. The big reveal at the end is that Jason is also Pan. Everyone, <laughs> Blackbeard is a secret yeah, Pan. He, gets, he opens a magical chest that turns him into Pan. I was just playing dress up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting dizzy. I'm, I'm going to have the Disney lawyers uh, secretly uh, bust the show. Uh, all right, well. well they'll all be, be disguised. You'll think that they're uh, pirate extras, but then mm -hmm. rip off their pirate clothing and they're... All right. Actually, like they're plain, sue you for plain clothes lawyers, mm -hmm. like the officers at sniffing drugs at uh, the theme parks. Uh, so the one thing, I mean, look, this is I was trying to find some controversy, not much controversy. I found um, an ad for this in a short Chicago Northwest Suburbs magazine, which I'll show. I'll put pictures on Twitter. We don't need to look at them now. Um, the one thing I realized as I'm looking through this, and I don't remember if I brought this up before, is that the Elk Grove Village like park district seems like it's more fun than most park districts for some reason. And it, there are like party rentals, places you can go. And I remember that one time there was a birthday party in Elk Grove Village and they had, I swear to God, an animatronic. I cannot find any documentation of this. I cannot find proof that it exists, but I'm almost positive that's where it was. It was inside somewhere right next to Pirate's Cove because I remember being like, we're right next to Pirate's Cove at a birthday. Now, here's the closest thing I could find is that inside the park district, there is a birthday rental room. And this is slide eight, Pirate slide eight. And this place is called, and let me just make sure I'm getting it right. <laughs> Jumps and Jiggles. <laughs> Now, uh -huh. I don't know if Jumps and Jiggles is where I saw this animatronic, but I believe it is. I believe that at a certain point, Jumps and Jiggles had an animatronic. 
and I cannot prove it yet, but if anyone out there knows anything about the Elk Grove Village Park District and Jumps and Jiggles and the history of it, t- let me know. An animatronic of what, you think? I don't remember. I well, remember a very distinct sitting in a, a show, like a, a curtain rising up and there being a robot. Um, based on the photo, it's kind of a circus situation. There's some trapeze monkeys. So it could have been a monkey. Could have. There's a bear on a bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, could have been yeah. any of these things. It's got the um the high tubes where you're like, uh, I don't know, twelve feet, fifteen feet off the ground, and one of them leads to like a little fake helicopter, which That's, is really fun. that looks yeah. like new. That looks like maybe that yeah. wasn't there when I was younger. I'll tell you this: I love a nice high tube as yes. a kid. As a kid, holy crap, was I excited when you saw like third story tube like this yeah and the I higher always, the better i would always i feel like stand-ups or something like people have stories like ew and then you stuck in the tube with the stinky kid or like someone shit Which up stand-up there, has or, the act i don't know first <laughs> off i knew you were gonna ask that but i feel like everyone has horror stories in the tube and i only have fond memories of a high tube i don't i kids could have farted on me all day in that tube i love those <laughs> tubes so much I never noticed any. Maybe I did notice a smell, it's but your, I was your too stand much fun. up act is when you get in the tube with the smelly kid and it's great. <laughs> and it's great. And it's remember, great. Remember Look, when, uh, you, you got to accept that a high tube's going to be a little musty in one way or another. I don't remember a single moment when I was unhappy to be in a tube. Yeah. I. You don't see them a lot these days, I don't think. Like Chuck E. Cheese definitely. They got rid of most of their tubes, does, I believe. Yeah, but maybe independent play centers still have their, uh, what are we calling them, high tubes? High, high tubes, tubes, especially okay. high tubes, ones that seemed like really high up. Even though I was afraid of heights, my feet were not dangling. My legs were not dangling in these scenarios. So it, it just felt like you were going up in a cool little structure, especially when you were a little kid. Well, it's like it gives a kid a chance to pretend that they're John McClane. Yes. What else? What other scenario would you have where you're having to sneak through vents and be That's stealthy? True. That's true. Because this comes up, you're not called upon as a kid to save a Christmas party from That's terrorists true. very often. Exactly. So a little. I mean, look. I was I allowed to watch Die Hard until I was 17? No, I wasn't allowed. <laughs> but, I, yeah, I don't think I watched it till I was 25. Yeah, yeah. I'm still catching up on all the R-rated <laughs> movies I wasn't allowed to watch. Yep. Um, but yes, high high tubes. Uh, here, so so I'm putting that out. If there was an animatronic in Elk Grove Village, I want to know about it. Send me letters. Don't email me. Send me a letter explaining this. Also, jumps and jiggles. I just want to say is my favorite Brian Setzer Orchestra song. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that one. So that one's really hopping. <laughs> yeah, it really sings. I would say that's know? a really cool humps. one, Daddy O. <laughs> I would say <laughs> jumps, jiggles, jumps, jiggles. Uh, uh, but I was looking. I was trying to find like, oh, controversies. Did something dumb happen here? And I really. There was an issue, I think, where some of the water had too much chlorine and people got it in their eyes and they had to shut down for a little bit. Um, And I think there was some financial issues maybe at a certain point, but it's all it was all owned by the city. So I think uh, as long as they're charging money and and interesting, that's yeah, my my childhood miniature golf course is now owned by the city, which feels weird. You're in Mm. an arcade that's owned by the city. You're playing a, a giant Monopoly game that the city yeah. owns. There's right. something strange about it. I guess nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Is it a socialist dream to have the, <laughs> the, the state owning the themed entertainment? I don't know. What is DeSantis? DeSantis doesn't want to own Disney, does he? This is poor. He shouldn't. This yeah. Is... 
We have to cut the. Uh, why are we paying for uh, right the back and forth basketball I think, hoops? Look, there's a lot of things wrong in the country, but if 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 a senator or a congressperson would 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 slip in some like state owned or or uh, country owned theme parks into bills, I wouldn't be mad. Just a little bit of funding for high tubes. Yeah. Oh. Oh gosh. yeah. High tubes everywhere. High tubes at the bank. High tubes at. Viable the bank, at the transportation post option, possibly. Take yes. a high tube to work. At the bank, or I keep saying the bank, at the post office, which is uh, government controlled. You're thinking of Blackbeard's Bank. That's I am. I have, ba- I have Blackbeard's Bank we'll on the brain. I'll be thinking of Blackbeard's <laughs> Bank. There's a California, there's a bill in the California Senate to establish a Blackbeard's ba- Public oh, yeah. Banking and Blackbeard's That's Bank. That's what I'm thinking and, of. Yeah. We're going to let the pirates take over the banks? <laughs> we thought the current financial institutions were corrupt. Uh-huh. Yeah, no. That, that's going to be a talking point in November. So anyway, uh, this is it. Yeah, this is Pirate's Cove. This is jumping jiggles. I have a question. Yeah. Uh, how maybe... Either, if we're digging to the core here, how do you oh, think yeah, yeah. that this... How do you think that Pirate's Cove or Jumps and Jiggles affected you in a way that maybe even Disney parks did not. Is there any way that we should all think about this for all of them? That this your this specific place made you the made any of us the strange adults that we are today? That is a good question. Um I I here here's what I'll say about Pirates Cove and I guess then Chuck E. Cheese is that there was something to the fact that going anywhere that was far felt like we were going to the moon, felt like we were going somewhere impossible because we didn't travel a lot. And we went to Disney World, but that felt like an ordeal. I got sick going on there. It felt like we were going, we were no, or not no, well, we were, what's his name? The other guy from the Bible going through the desert. Moses, thank you. Gosh, Moses through the desert. Like, it felt like an ordeal to go anywhere, like a stressful thing. Hmm. So getting to go somewhere themed that felt nearby, I think made, uh, uh, that brought... I guess what I'm saying is it felt like you went through such a, a, a crazy ordeal to go to Disney World. That almost felt like a different universe. Mm-hmm. So yeah. seeing the stuff in your universe locally was, I'm sure, part of making me weird and obsessed with this stuff. Because Having an outlet for it. Getting to go home. After being on a pirate ship, after being seeing Blackbeard's Bank and going home that night, it brought it closer to the real world for me. Yeah, well, if that you're like, sense. what a day. You're lying in your little bed. Yes. And you're like, wow, that was really fun. It was right. important to note that the bed was little. Yeah. It was a you're little. You're lying in your little bed. Your little, little boy. Your little, your little boy. Your little well, because Mike has always been six feet tall. So he, you know, stretched out <laughs> That's the right. double bed. Yeah. I was like the rock in that picture when he's like 16 and he looks like he's a 40-year-old man. Yes. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, so... That's yeah, Pirates beautiful. Cove. I would love to see Pirates Cove. I wish there was a Pirates Cove to take my kiddo there to. There are multiple Pirates Coves around, but I think it's generic enough. Should all start our own. That we could each of us have our own. <laughs> each of us do our own. We could at least Cove. just put the sign that says Blackbeard's Bank on my kid's room. Yeah. You'd probably think that was cool. Yeah. And yeah. then charge, charge him wow. to get in. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Uh... Jason, let's delve in. Sure. Great. Uh, My park is called Playland. 
uh, located on the beautiful Ocean City, New Jersey boardwalk. Um, would you, Brian, please bring up that aerial shot of this park? So this is just kind of an establishing shot of part of the park. Uh, as you can see, you got a Ferris wheel. You have a um, uh, the type of uh, ride that Doctor Doom is. <laughs> That's oh yeah. Sure. Uh -huh. Yeah. Um, uh, my favorite thing in this picture, uh, if you look in the lower left-hand corner, I see it. You see a, a tilt-a-whirl. Oh, I, I thought you meant the Dairy Queen. Oh, Dairy Queen. Uh, no, I. <laughs> yeah, that's what caught my eye too. So Dairy Queen comes into play later, uh, but there is a tilt-a-whirl, and that was my go-to every time I went to this park. Uh, slightly uh, past that, a little deeper, you see a roller coaster track, uh, and that was called the Flitzer. And the that Flitzer? Was the Flitzer, Whoa. yes. With a Z? Uh, yeah, with a Z. So um, that opened in 1994 and uh, closed in 2015. And I know this because, one, I was very sad when it closed uh, because I still stop at this park every summer when I'm back at the Jersey Shore seeing family. Uh, but I also found out that local roller coasters are pretty well cataloged on Coasterpedia. Really? Yeah, uh, because of another uh, coaster that comes into play. So wow. I I went to Playland pretty much from when I was born to present day. And uh, I should mention a connection to uh, Mike's Park. Uh, Brian, will you pull up that the image bank? that has that the uh, pirate ship in it? Oh. Uh, this park was renamed at some point in the uh, later 90s to uh, Playland's Castaway wow. Cove. Wow. Look at that. Yeah. It's all around. So it's a pirate ship, and I this was very hard to locate. I found it kind of on a half-functional website. These characters that you see like in the sign and on the pirate ship are apparently named Captain Sebastian and his pirate chief, or his pirate chief. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so this is not Blackbeard, even though he has a black beard. No. It's Captain Sebastian. Ca Captain Sebastian. Captain Sebastian. We don't know where he banks. Um, anyway, he might have his own bank. Here's a more recent photo of this facade. Uh, Brian, could you bring up that one? Uh oh. Uh, <laughs> that is charred. I'll say. Uh oh uh, no. Uh, yeah, and I so I couldn't remember if I told this story on the podcast before. Uh, or if I told it to you guys just when we were sitting around. So you'll forgive me. Um, uh, uh, for forgetting, but um, there was a fire in January 2021, uh, and this facade. No, that's the shooting gallery. We'll get to that. Um, uh, uh, the front of it was pretty badly damaged. Oh no! Uh -oh. Uh, and so this all was happening. Like I was watching the news updates. So here's the oh fire. Oh my god! Uh, this was a four alarm fire. That happened uh, in January 2021, and this was happening like in the morning as we were about to record the fortune teller episode with Avery Monson, and I'm oh, yeah. like oh. wiping tears out of my eyes. <laughs> that's why you kept audibly vomiting, Captain. You were like, that's why you kept saying Captain Sebastian. Well, because everything uh, was burned, uh, Brian. If you could bring up that aftermath picture of like everything kind of charred and burnt. Oh no! Yeah. Oh, that's what we were just seeing. That's where the where the pyre where that Sebastian seems, yes. stood. That seems targeted, doesn't it? Well, uh, mm. <laughs> the um, rival pirate. The 
Uh, what's the law enforcement division that's the Bureau of Narcotics and Firearms and stuff? Oh. Uh, mm. They investigate it because I guess they investigate arsons above a certain level. And they found it was faulty equipment uh, like in the office space, like above or in the back. In the pirate ship? In in the no oh, in oh, the, under it. the hangar. Um, right, right. That whole hangar. And it so it was just it's old and, and crappy. And maybe buildings that weren't meant to have a lot of uh, electricity and yeah. update. They probably this probably should have been like torn to the ground and rebuilt. Right. Scott, that's a great point. Um uh Brian, I'm sorry to just throw this at you. If you could bring up the black and white photo. Um so I borrowed uh, an ebook of uh, one of those images of America with the sepia covers you always see. Oh, yeah. So this is Playland back when it was apparently called Bingham's Kitty Rides. <laughs> Bingham? Who's Bingham? I don't know who Bingham was. This was news to me that it was called Bingham's Kitty Rides. Just a nice guy who wanted a lot of kitties around. <laughs> uh, the hangar was originally uh, used in the 1939 New York World's Fair and then packed up and put here as the boardwalk uh, was developing. And that's a thing you should know about uh, boardwalks. Fires happen a lot, and you'd think, oh, a cigarette on the wooden planks. Usually, no, it's electrical issues from 80 to 100-year-old buildings. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So you're saying there was no foul play at all. You're absolving any sort of... Well, yeah, because most of the actual rides were untouched. Like, mm. So what was taken uh, by the fire was the arcade and the Dairy Queen and my beloved Hamburger Construction Company, which occupied one of the right. spaces. Oh, did this? Did we talked about this recently, the Hamburger Construction Company? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, what's, what's the deal again? Was there anything important about it or just the fact that that was the name? Uh, yeah, I mean, the food was always great, and the mascot was a little guy climbing a ladder onto a big hamburger. So it was like a t it was like a one inch man who would complete yeah. a hamburger for you. Uh, yeah, what I. Was he going to like sleep in it? Oh yeah, was where did Which he sleep? Does sound nice sleeping I, in a big in between hamburger. in between two big patties. I mean, if, if, assuming it was cool or room temperature. Oh, yeah. If it was sizzling hot, I might not want to be in there. I the place was definitely not room temperature. Certainly not air conditioned. Mostly some fans and uh, shocking no one. The uh, poor beleaguered man about my parents' age opted to just retire and not open the restaurant because mm. they're still rebuilding. Okay. I see. Okay. So um, the arcade isn't back yet. The arcade's not back yet. No, it's just kind of pylons and stuff, but they oh, are no. rebuilding it and they're rebuilding the pirate ship. Um, did anything... Look, wait, you said those buildings were gone, but like, did rides make it? There's There are things that didn't explode? Oh, yeah. Well, uh... Brian, if you could bring up the image of the blurry image of a shooting gallery with a gorilla in it. So <laughs> this is uh this was a shooting gallery. Again, as far back as I can remember, this was there. And I believe the uh creatures in it were from an old haunted house attraction that when they closed it, they repurposed them for a uh, shooting gallery. And there's mm. not a lot of pictures of the shooting gallery online. I pulled this from a very blurry YouTube video that I did not want to play because it's mostly the skeleton coming out of the coffin on the right, mm. screaming. Sounds scary. Oh, yeah. So well, there's a gorilla for not showing a clip. There's a Frankenstein. There's a skeleton playing a piano, and you shoot them with like the shooting gallery kind of guns from Disneyland. Right, and then it would just do something fun. I assume you wouldn't like kill them. 
yeah, they would just move or scream. <laughs> a lot of screaming, a lot of shaking. It would be funny if it was just a, like you hit the ape and it was just like a realistic version of like, oh, like and he like kind of <laughs> grabbed the hole and like was just like writhing in pain. You yeah. shot smart ape. Right. Smart <laughs> ape speak can somewhat convey feelings. Look what you've done to me. Jason. Why do you use your quarters to cause me pain? <laughs> I hope it's just like his bow tie spins or something. You are yeah. same as Trump sons who <laughs> shoot wild game for fun. Jimmy John's founder and you have lots in common. Um, so uh, could we pull up the, uh, the image of the facade that looks like it's a slide. It's kind of curved. So when around the time that this was happening, that the fire was happening and the de demolition of the ruins was happening, I was looking for pictures of the facade that were decent. And I found one from the 70s in the Library of Congress uh, website. <laughs> and wow. I had never seen this facade before. Wow. This is what it looked like in the 70s. They're advertising a ride called the King's Tomb. And then wow. there's the hamburger construction company, which they kept this sign for decades. I see. I see what I, what sticks out to me right now is, of course, the Taylor pork roll. Taylor pork. That's right. You just wanted heard. to see the words Taylor pork roll on a nice TV. That's what this is. Me. All been oh, me doing. too. Yeah. Well, there's uh, that. And then you can see the tiny Idaho man climbing French onto fries. the hamburger. Ooh, yeah. The tiny man. I like that. I like the Dairy Queen. I like the little Dairy Queen booth. I'm a big Dairy Queen fan. Do you know the Dairy Queen is still there, Jason? What's no, that? no that was in the no, fire. No, that was in the fire. That was in the fire, too. So there's is that not being rebuilt? There's a smaller Dairy Queen further uh, in the park. Because um, here's, here's I think I brought this up on the show, but not for a while. I swear it has been a while since I brought this up. But Dairy Queen, they have certain um, uh, items on the menu that are not, if say you open up a new Dairy Queen, you are not given access to all the different items you could possibly have at a Dairy Queen. But if you've had a Dairy Queen open for 30 years, you can still have say a cherry dipped cone because it's been grandfathered in at your location and they will still send you the ingredients to make these old dairy queen treats that may that a new franchise would maybe not be allowed exactly to. so wow. like you go to the dairy queen in the burbank mall and you can get maybe a chocolate dipped cone but you can't get butterscotch and you can't get cherry if you go to the schomburg dairy queen which i went to my whole life you can get cherry and butterscotch because it's been open for so long it's, clearly, this should have been the the park that made you the Dairy Queen. Yes, yes. <laughs> you could get a Nerds Blizzard at the Dairy Queen. You could get a cherry dipped cone, which I love. I got recently got going back a couple years ago, um, but I wanted to know. This looks like an old Dairy Queen, mm. and if they rebuild the Dairy Queen, will they still be allowed to serve the cherry dipped cone? Oh, how do the grandfathered in exactly. limitations work? I would argue that the but it was an act of God, the fire. Uh, or whatever you want to look. The Dairy Queen didn't do it to themselves. I agree. And why would they? Because they would lose access to all of the grandfathered in recipes. Right. right. Yeah. So I would say based on it, this should be based on location, not mm. physical walls. Damn I, it. I, I will argue this to the to the bastards who run Dairy Queen. I'm in full agreement. <laughs> I think this is great. I think I will hope I hope the people at Dairy Queen are as reasonable as you are. Yeah. Well, and there is a second Dairy Queen location within the park. 
So that to me says mm. continuity of service, even during the yeah. rebuilding. It's gonna you can't have different things at the different Dairy Queens. That's bedlam. I agree. Uh, so yeah. Jason, when you go back and Dairy, if Dairy Queen's back there, you got to tell me what kind of dipped cones you can get. I'll keep an eye out. Did you have cherry dipped as a kid? Well, no, because we were uh, we didn't really go to the Dairy Queen. We went to the like local uh, chain, the Coors Soft. Surf. You were anti Dairy Queen. No, it. We, we had plenty of Dairy Queens in our hometown, but in Jersey on the boardwalk, you went to Coors because they had the richer frozen custard. Okay. Did you ever go to Dairy Queen on the boardwalk? Um, I must have, like occasionally. Did you ever have a cherry dipped cone at Dairy Queen? No, I've never had that. Dairy Queen, not that well represented out here. There's more now. Yeah. I would say yeah. they were not around when I was a kid whatsoever. Well, right. a lot of the Dairy Queens out here flip to foster freezes. That makes me sick. Those were like franchises that <laughs> broke <laughs> off from Dairy Queen. Makes me upset. It makes you sick. Let me hold on. I'm going to act again. <sighs> I'm sad. The sad noises are pretty good. Thank you. That's pretty accurate. Hire me or us. Yeah. Yeah. Get to that because you know if that's the starting point, and we know yeah. that the spinoff requires the most emotional range, as with Better Call Saul. If that's mm. where you're starting, yeah. think how deep you can dig. A hundred percent. That's how deep I can dig. Yeah. Yeah, you've seen it here. And imagine the type of conversation you have with me on set. <laughs> so, sure. have we- uh, Cher Cherry dipped cones? You ever had one? <laughs> you ever had one? Did you know that you can get your grandfathered in if you want to uh, go old Dairy Queen? How old Can't was the Dairy one. Queen around where you grew up? Because if it was like 90s, then you probably wouldn't have had some of the things. With it. But the further back it goes- Fran I'm trying to think. Like Francis Ford Coppola, what did you have hey, uh, in your buddy. Dairy Queen growing up? Hey, look at me. Don't look away. Was there an old Dairy Queen in your town? <laughs> Make eye contact with me because I, I, I believe you're me. lying. Yeah. <laughs> so Francis Ford Coppola has made a return to television specifically, and he's hired the three of well, us. I could be in a movie, and too. we're talking we his ear movie. off about Dairy Queen. We could be in Tetro, Tetro 2 as the Lone Lust Gunman. Lust Caution, the return. <laughs> Bram guess... Stoker's Dracula 2 starring uh, the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> what? What's so funny about that? I think it works. Eighty-year-old Francis Ford Coppola decides to make Bram, Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula two. Something about that—that that it's not some new. It's a sequel specifically <laughs> to Bram Stoker's Dracula uh -huh. that he comes back for. That's it's not right. a new Dracula. Yeah, not a new one. No, it's the same one. Uh, Jason is Dr Jason plays uh, Peter Pan in that. <laughs> Uh, for some reason. I don't know why. We but... filmed entirely at the Elk Grove Pirates. That's Cove. right. Yeah. <laughs> it was a low budget. So what else about Playland? I remember when we went to Playland, uh, I I was messaging a little with friend of the show, Sean Rice, who we met and, and hung out with a little when we were down in Florida a few oh. years ago. Okay. And because uh, he, as always, like... Uh, you know, message like when I mentioned Ocean City on the show because his family went there growing up too. And I, I said, do you have any memories of Playland or weird stuff? I'm forgetting about Playland maybe. And he goes, well, we were a Wonderland family. So we, it was kind of an adventure. If It was an excursion if we went to Playland. Wonderland is the competing park at the mm. other end of the Ocean City boardwalk. Uh, uh, rides were a little bigger, catered to the little bit of the older kids. And one reason why we did not go there Every now and then we went there, but their tickets expired at the end of the season. Oh. Playland's tickets are good forever. So we oh. probably are still, if we go and do a couple rides, are probably still using tickets from the early 2000s or the 1990s. So you got you bought them in bulk at a deal, at a discount. Well, what happens, both parks do the same thing. Off season, the tickets are half price. Right. And Playland also did a thing where uh, on July 4th, all rides were 
half, half price. So if the Tilda World normally costs four tickets, it costs two tickets. So that mm. night we went crazy. So the play wow. was to buy your <laughs> tickets before the season. And but if you bought Wonderland tickets, you had to like use them before Labor Day or use them before mid September. Can you so, can you further define going crazy in this scenario? We would do might do five or six rides in a night instead Whoa. of three or Ooh, four. Baby. Holy yeah. shit. Because we you did psychos. We you rolled it so many times that this happened on the Tilt World. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> um, <laughs> can I say well, first of all, two things. Um, um so in an off season, they would sell Playland tickets for half price, but you could use them if you held on to them till the next summer. That's what you're saying? Yes. You could use them every summer. So it's as if Disney gave, like Disney did some sort of a three-day deal that they do out here, but you could hold it forever. So you could you could stock up. So Which my family has done. I a few, 100% believe it. Uh, like 10 or 15 years ago, my dad bought a four-day park hopper. And he's like, yeah, we'll probably back next year or the year after. We'll use the other two days then. Mm -hmm. But that's not, you can't do that anymore. Not really. Disney I don't stopped, think so. Disney yeah. stopped letting you do that. So that's that's out. Yeah. But the Playland hack still exists. The Playland perhaps. hack uh, still exists. Uh -huh. Yeah. But um, I, so I would always do the Tiddle Whirl and the Flitzer and then ride three or four were like wild cards, mm. uh, which the One of my, probably my most unpleasant ride experience happened there too. Oh. You know that ride where it looks like the arms of an octopus and you're kind of going up and down, but you're also spinning? Yeah. Uh, my dad and I rode one of those one night and it went to the point where you're like, wow, they're giving us a lot of time on this ride. It went past that point to like, we're starting to feel queasy. We'd like to get off this ride. Mm. And it's still going. And we're like waving, like, please stop, please. And it just kept going <laughs> forever. And they finally, the teenager finally ended the ride, acted like nothing was wrong, but we were just like dizzy for like a while. Yeah. Do you, wow, and you never yes. like you didn't question him. You didn't push him up against the rock. What was that? What was no, that all about, buddy? I think we gave him some dirty looks, or okay. like yeah. But it it was very strange. Do you think in in hindsight was it five minutes? Because like those rides, what last yeah. two minutes? It was probably between five and eight minutes. Mm, eight minutes is a long time. Yeah, to spin around. Yeah, it um, was. Um, can I say the tilt a whirl? If you had asked me before. I guess non-Disney rides. Tilt-A-Whirl all day long was my favorite ride. I loved the Tilt-A-Whirl. I remember, I haven't pushed it in a while. I've pushed that we should do a Tilt-A-Whirl episode. Yeah. I'm so it. excited. Okay. Oh, I, I could was so excited. More. I haven't been on a Tilt-A-Whirl in over a decade also. Where is the nearest Tilt-A-Whirl from here? From here, that's a good question. I don't There's maybe something because I I remember this came up. I couldn't yeah. even really you didn't say know what, what a Tilt-A-Whirl was. Or yeah. a Gravitron. Uh, that's the one where the floor drops out? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not really a other than maybe carnivals or something. But I, Is I there don't like think an electric, in the LA area. Electric Daisy Carnival we could all go to and get on a tilt to whirl and, and only oh. do rides and, and not only do rides no do LSD. the music that we paid for. <laughs> yeah. There's no. both a county fair and a state fair going on oh, now. Yeah, so maybe that's probably there. A good place. Yeah. Oh, man. That okay, so I that was one of my discoveries um about so the Flitzer uh I was saying that closed in twenty fifteen. And another coaster called the Python also closed in 2015. That was the first upside down coaster I ever rode. And I only rode it once because it was rough as shit and I hated it. <laughs> uh, the Python is now located. They sold them both. Uh, the Python is now located at a 
a park called C.J. Barrymore's Family Entertainment Center in Clinton, <laughs> <laughs> Michigan. C.J. Barrymore? Who's that? A I very, don't know. Very vain man, I, I think. I am. Oh, or woman. Somebody who really Barrymore. wants their name out there. I'm so, looking up C.J. Barrymore. The Flitzer was sold to an amusement company and now travels around the carnivals. So it's oh. still out there. If I can find a carnival with the Flitzer, it's I can on the run. I can relive my my childhood. Still called the Flitzer. Still, it is still called the Flitzer. But what, wow. what's flitzing? It's unclear. <laughs> it's kind of futury. It sounds fast. Uh-huh. Um, but if I could just briefly There's talk about what replaced those two, yeah. Uh, it's a large coaster called the Gale Force. And uh, if we could get that image that says Gale Force on it. Yeah, here we go. So this Whoa. is a small, compact coaster. It's It fits in the space of two smaller, you know, family entertainment coasters previously fit in. Um, and this is an SNS coaster, which is like a major coaster manufacturer, like manufacture stuff for like Six Flags parks. I think uh, a coaster, some Joker, the ride, like uh, our SNS coasters. So Playland announced that this was coming in 2016 and uh, the other rides closed in 2015. It did not make the 2016 open opening day. In 2017, it was operating sporadically, but everyone said it was very pleasant and very rough. So they're like, okay, we got some new vehicles for it. That'll make it smoother. And then in between the, uh, during the off season, they just decided to retrack the whole ride. They oh. judged it to be uh, not, not ideal. Suitable for a human. Yes. <laughs> so eventually 2018 comes around, it starts operating uh, normally. And then in 2019, when they were running some tests on it, Two crash test dumpies uh, flew out of it into the <laughs> nearby hotel. <laughs> into, the, into the balcony or the window? Onto the roof, like damaging some uh, wow. shingles. <laughs> Sweet. Like the stuntronic at Spider-Man. Yeah. <laughs> cool. <Malfunction. laughs> so another thing to notice about Gale Force, why it might not, anytime I walk by, it doesn't seem to be running, is it costs $10 to ride this single ride, or worse, 14 tickets. Oh, boy. So you're better off just spending the $10. And uh, this promotional image, um, I, Gale Force, not, not what you want to hear when you're at the beach. And uh, these storm clouds look like these sort of storm clouds that roll in before a summer thunderstorm that makes say, everyone flee this, from the boardwalk. The promo image of Gale Force here is something where it's like, this ride would not be operating in these weather conditions. Yes. This would be extremely unsafe. This is not fun. This is not a fun storm either. This is a realistic storm. Yeah. Also, a bold choice to call something Gale Force that was opening five years after Hurricane Sandy ravaged <laughs> sure. the shores of New Jersey. I thought, look, if I was going to punch up this art, I'd say, okay, regular day, but then like a cartoon cloud making like the blow, like he's blowing like a little bit and then yeah. he's got a little yeah. rain. And his name is Gale Force. And his name is Gale Force. And now we've got original IP on there, too. <laughs> Not John Force, Gale Force. Oh, yeah. I love John Force. <laughs> I, uh, just speaking of names, real quick, I was just mm. trying to figure out what C.J. Barrymore is. Yes. And all I found, with C- I just it says, who owns C.J. Barrymore? And all I see here is a guy named Rick Iceberg. <laughs> so there is there no C.J. Barrymore? That's what it's I'm a trying. pseudonym of Rick Iceberg? Rick Iceberg might be C.J. Barrymore. Whoa. Does anyone want to guess what they renamed Python to at CJ Barrymore? Python 3. Nope. 
uh, iceberg the ride. <laughs> uh, it's listed now as just loop coaster. Loop roller what? coaster. Boring. That's not boring. creative. Yeah. Yeah. Stinks. Hmm. Uh, so. Yeah. No made up words like flitzing. That's what I want. Yeah. Um. Well, what do you think if you're if you're summing it all up? What is what did Playland give you that the corporate parks could not? Well, um, I think uh, due to my uh, parents' rational and uh, cost-effective method of like, all right, three, <laughs> three rides tonight, please, three rides, and also we want to go home. It's late. Mm, the pass, um, we need to go. We can't go to the other one. The passes will run out. Yeah. Never Wonderland. <laughs> uh, We're not a Wonderland family. You hear me? It was that. Um, and then also one summer, Playland just doubled in size. Because they took over the empty lot next door, next to this historic hotel, the Flanders Hotel, used to have these massive, I'll, I'll just show you guys this picture because I don't want to uh, make our poor engineer bring up any more. Um, but this used to have three saltwater pools outside. Oh, there it is. Um, three He's saltwater pools. Hotel Flanders, there it is, in full bad res. Yes, Uh <laughs> Uh, that empty lot to the right used to be is where Playland is now. That looks like the Grand Budapest Hotel or something. <laughs> like it that is looks <laughs> very much yeah, like uh, a, a grand Anderson old hotel. hotel, and it's got a very detailed history on its website. Mm -hmm. uh, most of which is like, and then in this year, the Flanders fell on even harder times uh, <laughs> because you know it dates back to 1916. So yeah. it, it's it's seen some things, it's seen some wars, but. Yeah, this is back in the day where the amusement was you're on a boardwalk by the ocean and look at this public amusement, three saltwater pools. But yeah. those closed in the late 70s. That's how they all started. We wouldn't have any of these places if it wasn't just, hey, want to go to a pool? Right. Yeah, and there was there was a previous playland on the Ocean City boardwalk, which I think was just like indoor roller skating and live music. And that, of course, burned down in a fire in the 30s. <laughs> All these fires. There's a lot of fires in the history of New Jersey amusements and New York too. And some Coney, of them were shady. Some of them were definitely shady. Yeah. The, the Coney Island, like there were so many amusements yeah. lost to time due to fires. Okay. Can we do the fire final four. Yes. Let's rank all of the theme park fires. Yeah. What theme are the best fires. theme park fires? You should probably ones with a low or zero body count would be nice. Yeah, those are out. Yeah, yeah. 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 Anything yeah. that didn't kill anybody will will rank. Mm. Well, not, what now. What if it killed people in the twenties? Then nobody. We didn't. Oh, we, we wouldn't, we wouldn't know them. The yeah. statue. Yeah. If it's, it's not sad anymore. Hundred years or over <laughs> is our statute. <laughs> yeah. Statute of limitation. Um, there was a fire uh, at a gift shop called Fisherman's Wharf when I was very young, like six or seven, and we heard about it on the news. And I was like, "Is that is that the Fisherman's Wharf we go to?" Which was just a shop that sold like seashells and like maritime souvenirs and Simpsons toys, like the first generations of brightly colored Simpsons toys. And was my favorite place on the boardwalk. And then it just burned down. Oh, it was the one? It was yours? That was the one. Oh, yeah. oh no. Yeah, uh, foul play or not? Unclear. Okay. Unclear. <laughs> I'm not sure on if that one. If we crack like, one of these cases open, we may be uh, in trouble, though. I mean, that one seemed old in 1991. I know, but I'm so. just saying, like, if we uncover, like, some sort of mob thing going on that set a fire, then, like, we don't want some... We're going to have oh. to really be careful is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some podcasters are on to us. Yeah. yeah. I we, mean, it doesn't help that, like, in a lot of these short towns, three or four families run most things. 
Yeah. Like Gillian's Wonderland is run by the Gillian's family. One of the Gillians was the mayor for a number of mm-hmm. years. Well, how, was Rick Iceberg ever a mayor? Like, oh, or he was fucked. far away. Oh, wait. Here we are making fun of him, and now it, like the icebergs rule mm. the town. Yeah. yeah. We got to be careful. Yeah, we're going to get some scary packages, and then, well, send, ma- send mail for us to Forever Dog, Chilly, not to our homes. Yeah. Chili packages. That's not fair to Forever Icy. Dog. Yeah, whatever. I'm not taking the hit. Icy package. Uh, iceberg will put Can't find head. me, Iceberg. Iceberg <laughs> will take off. your head off, and he'll put it in a big cube. You don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're so the bi- the big takeaway. This park taught you thriftiness. Yeah, it taught well, you how to save <laughs> save a couple bucks. But also, like they they did rotate rides a good amount. Mm-hmm. So I knew, like, okay, there's some stuff that never goes away, uh, and some stuff that does change. And then occasionally, there's like a whole other section of park because like the park practically doubled uh, over over the course of like. One mm-hmm. year, I think the the Playland people bought. Oh wow! This, there he is. Oh, there's oh, Rick Iceberg. Oh my God! We yeah. found Rick. This is Rick Iceberg's LinkedIn. This has been sprung on us. Yeah, <laughs> Michigan. He's in Michigan. President. Oh my God! Okay, yeah, well, what's our, what do we what have we learned from that? President. Uh, of he's the president C. of CJ Barrymore's Clinton Township. That might be. Uh, there might be some power there. I don't know. I don't know. Gonna, a president. We're gonna have to dig in here. Rick Iceberg. Do we have a new guy? Do we we'll dare see. join to connect? This might be the the our method of finding a lot of people we want to talk to might be LinkedIn. Yeah, way oh, yeah. more than it's Twitter. Oh, 100 percent. Yeah. yeah, we should we should really get on LinkedIn. How uh-huh. much? Uh, I I am on. I've got a burner on LinkedIn that I used oh, to nice. look what's up. The, oh, okay. What's the name? C.J. Barrymore. I don't remember <laughs> what the actual name is. Is um, it a fake name? It's a fake name. Yeah. Whoa. Oh wow! Oh, you, gotta... you know what it is. I think I don't know if it comes up right. What do you think? I don't know. What, no, I'm not going to tell you. No, I'm not going to tell you because <laughs> I know use it, it is, to though. poke around on on theme park people. Oh wow! Okay. Um, Jay <laughs> Mysterioso, the guy with a big mustache, uh, as the avatar or as the icon or whatever it is. How much power do the auto workers unions have in Clinton Township, Michigan? Oh, I don't know. Man. Well, don't we got we have uh, to find that out before we make one more joke about Rick Iceberg. That's right. Um, well, moving on to me. Do I close it out? Yes, please. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I would like to talk about the Balboa Fun Zone, which is part of the Balboa Peninsula in beautiful Newport Beach, California. Mm. And, you know, we landed on this as an episode topic, like uh, we're going to talk about kind of these core childhood parks. And it happened to line up perfectly with that I was going there in a couple days that my mm. parents had rent a little house on Balboa Island. It's like a, a place where you rent little uh, charming cottages. And then there's like the the one nice street with the little bit of shopping and the fun desserts. Yep. And uh, so we did a little three generations trip where we took the boy down mm. uh, and it was it was just a uh, it, w- it was a wonderful, nice time. But it lined up nicely to where I could look at this this place that I went all the time as a kid with fresh eyes. Um, so uh, it worked out perfect. Basically, so uh, Newport Beach, it's like half an hour from Disneyland probably. My dad spent a lot of summers there. We would go down to visit my grandma who lived there. Um, the area is maybe mainly known pop culturally uh, as the basis for where Arrested Development spends a lot of its time the banana stand mm-hmm. is based on this area like the main drag 
of what's confusing. There's like there's Balboa Island, but then you go to the peninsula. But anyway, there's frozen banana stands around, and there's that kind. There's that deal where two of them claim to be the original, mm. and they're only five block or five doors right. from each other, and they're mad at each other. And uh, what's the general feeling on frozen bananas? Because I, I wouldn't be fighting for. To claim them. Well, I don't think they're, I'm not a fan really. Like them once in a blue moon. You mm-hmm. know me and bananas. It's a little bit of a, a little oh, allergy, you know? You? Yeah, what am I, what am I saying? Uh, Maybe the frozen though somehow. You know what, I'll, I'll say out this. the bad elements. A frozen does probably help knock the bad elements out. If it's got the chocolate outside of it, it's better. Just frozen out by itself is not always the yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like, like take a banana, if like sometimes you have frozen bananas, if you're making a smoothie or something, if you want to eat it, it's like kind of, I don't know. It's not. I don't love it, but like if you got some chocolate a little bit on on the outside, uh huh, uh-huh. it kind of it's a good flavor. But I think it depends. Yeah, I think it, I think it depends. They, they they dip them right there. Like yeah, that's a pretty. Yeah. And there's these things called Balboa bars that are really fantastic. That are kind of like hand dipped um, mm-hmm. Klondike bars. A little oh bit. yeah, you pick it, and sure. while the the while the chocolate is hardening, then you, you can dip do it some in other sprinkles stuff. and Oreos yeah, and there stuff. You go. My kid loved. I loved it. I uh, it might be up there. My dessert zone might be like. It's the it's it's the white it's like vanilla with chocolate casing. They'll do that at uh, uh, California Adventure. They will make oh, a version yeah. of that where they dip and they'll put some sprinkles or nonsense on it. Clarabelle's. Oh, really? Clarabelle's. Okay, That's okay. up at the front Named of the park. after the cow, cow <laughs> character. I think so. That's the big cow. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about the one next to Starbucks, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah That's the one where you yeah. can get the Mickey Sunday in his pants. Sometimes. It comes in his it little comes legs. And goes. It comes in his pants, yeah. But it, when oh, it, okay. It comes in his pants. <laughs> it's not it what in I... Pants. Mickey's pants. No. No, no, no. <laughs> Dig in. You said it. Dig <laughs> uh, <laughs> But that was when they first opened. There were like hand-dipped ice cream bars and then pick your what you wanted to roll it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. chocolate right. okay. chips, sprinkles. You I think know. those are still there. They're still there, yeah. Okay, good. This this little main drag, whatever you call it in Bilbo, it's like a... It's a real like stroll down memory lane for me because there's the two dessert places mm-hmm. and then right between them is a, a very compact little church where we would go on on vacations and uh I remember it really specifically from when the uh the sermon was the only one I remember was when the sermon was all about dogma when the priest was the furious dogma. about do- yeah yeah there is a film coming out I don't remember the details of there is a character who is like what's Chris Rock in it <laughs> Oh, oh, he oh. was the thirteenth disciple. That's mainly. I, I think it was. The, uh, th- that's what they're they're trying to shock or, you with. Like they claim that there is a thirteenth uh, apostle. Apostle. apostle, apostle, and yeah. and he is quite profane. Like <laughs> it's the, the only sermon I remember. Maybe. Wow, that's so funny. <laughs> the movie wasn't that popular. No, it's no. weird that they that it even got on the radar of we're going to be mad. Yeah. It, I remember a sermon about that and a sermon about powder. Really? Mm-hmm. Powder? It's my primary. I'd kind of just be like snoozing in church a little and then like what was a pop-, pop culture reference. That's the movie about like- I know the, what it is. Yeah, yeah, Why powder? What was about powder? That, I don't remember. Yeah. Is powder why was, anti-religious? Why a, maybe. Hmm. I, does he have powers? Does yes. he have like- he Is that powers. why? Is it like a black magic thing? If you- Get remotely imaginative. The Catholic League would be after your ass. They'd like, find they would her, just yeah, get yeah, so yeah. furious. Uh-uh. They imply that a special boy named Powder has powers akin to Jesus Christ. Were they mad about uh, phenomena? Religious? Like the John Travolta? Like 
I don't remember a sermon about phenomenon, but that might have been an off summer. I might well, not Mike, have been in Balboa. <laughs> Michael was the Travolta Angel movie. Oh, they, must they have. loved oh, Michael. Okay. Right? No, Michael's a nice one though. That's yeah, a they loved Michael. Okay. Yeah, that's a, that's an affirming movie. But maybe they didn't like phenomenon. Am I conflating phenomenon and, and Michael? Mike, I believe Did you he are. Do? Everyone does all yeah. the time. Okay. They're essentially this. It's it's like the same vibe and obviously exactly, the yeah. same primary cast. It's an Armageddon deep impact kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Except the same Except star the same person. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it. then Powder was different. Though Powder, I do get kind of confused with Phenomenon. Yes. Because mm-hmm. they were both like people that had like a problem that killed them. Maybe. I I, I've only seen so. Phenomenon. I've not seen Powder. Kind of like Jesus. Kind of like K-Pax. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> no, I never confuse K-Pax with these other ones. never confuse K-Pax. <laughs> There's uh, only so, one yeah. K-Pax. So yeah. which is the twin? Is it is it Michael and Phenomenon or Phenomenon and Powder? Which the what? Which is the what's which the what? Which is the which are the twin move? It's like a two phenomenon sets. and powder. Phenomenon are and powder are, are I think Michael like thematic, is angel. Yeah, That's thematically different. similar. Okay, and Michael and phenomenon and Michael are, are Travolta. Just Travolta. They're just yeah. Travolta feel goods okay. where they're yeah. they're playing Motown songs and he's dancing around in a big coat. Elton, uh, Elton John, uh, Eric Clapton. I think if I could change the world was on the soundtrack <laughs> to uh, phenomenon. I believe. <laughs> I think I believe we've talked about phenomenon before, and I believe I explained that my sister and I, when we came home from seeing it, we got a string and we tied it to the her Barney doll's hand, and we started making Barney do phenomenon moves. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make Barney play phenomenon. We knew it was funny. We weren't like like we love phenomenon. We were just like, hey, yeah. mom, look what Barney's doing, <laughs> and he's like making a spoon move or something. Barney's yeah. phenomenon. <laughs> Barney now. is phenomenon. Okay, just don't play powder. We no no playing no. powder in no, no, this no, no, house. No. no, no, we did not play powder. Wow, wow. Uh, um, well, you know, if they were opinionated about pop culture back then, I think that culture has has remained mm. uh, in this area. Because here's okay, when I say that. Uh, I got to experience this area with fresh eyes. I kind of wish that I didn't have fresh eyes <laughs> because there are some things that Uh-oh. I could not unsee. Um, and this area, if you don't know, all of Orange County where Disneyland is, it's a very conservative area. So mm. I shouldn't have been surprised, but it's also just I didn't oh, oh. remember it from my childhood. And it's probably louder and prouder now. Uh, things you might see are a uh, there was a, a private dock that had a mast, then they're flying flags, Uh-oh. and one of the flags is a thin blue line flag, and another flag is a don't tread on me flag, mm. which if you're in the area, not just of, of boat ownership, but mm. of dock ownership, I think that's the that's precisely where you are not being tread on. Yeah. And no, no treading is occurring. It's all, they're not a creative signs either. At least give us some like fresh signs, I feel like. Well, which we'll get into. Oh, they're, okay, they're, good. Thank God. Well, less flags and more uh, shirts, which we'll find in the okay. theme park. Oh, the well, zone. Okay. So yeah, that's, I'm very excited mm-hmm. about some of these finds. Uh, also, like, what, one thing that really caught my eye was a very ornate, like a nice life-size sculpted statue of Ronald Reagan in a <laughs> in a private backyard <laughs> what <laughs> like like which we could see cuz you're it's overlooking the right. marina or whatever so just among the plants uh-huh. is well it's a half reagan that's how you save money if you want one in your home i guess but a bust technically but is it a bust because a bust is almost like shoulder this was mm. it was all the way waist down so you had like full suit jacket you had all of his oh, buttons oh interesting um, and he's waving, but like having 
I know they all love Reagan, yeah. but enough to where you're going to pay for a Reagan statue mm. to where you live. You need to live with a half rate, with, with a, a slice down the middle Ronald Reagan. Like I'm, a magician cut him in half. Yes, in a, a like box. the cleanest cut, a yeah. perfect magician's cut. I'm trying to think about this. Okay, do, do those type of conservatives love Reagan as much as I love like Michelangelo from the Ninja Turtles? And I'm trying to think because I have you know quarter scale... Mm-hmm. toys of characters i love you know so i'm trying to think would i have a michelangelo cut off at the waist full like it looks sounds like this is one to one like is it was it bigger than like reagan would be or is it about like a human size i think the size yes so it's like one to one basically mm-hmm. would i pay for that in my backyard a yeah. giant oh yeah, yeah, michelangelo? I, I, yeah. I don't even yeah, like yeah. michelangelo's but if i could which get... turtle would you get michelangelo oh you he was your guy who was yeah. your guy of uh turtles Mm, I think it was either Leonardo or Donatello. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So I'm thinking, I guess, uh, 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 in their fantasy world, Reagan is as cool as Michelangelo, which, by the way, not true. Bullshit. No, obviously not. nearly not. as cool as Michelangelo. So I guess I could see it. I guess I understand it from that perspective. If you think of, yes, to a conservative in the 80s, Reagan is your Michelangelo. Yes, exactly. <laughs> He's as cool as a Ninja Turtle. But how deep do they go? Are they watching Bedtime for Bonzo? Like, are they watching? Yeah, what movies of his, Reagan's did they like? His well, many shitty movies. <laughs> that's a question is if you have, because I do sense that people have to pretend to like The Apprentice if they love oh, Trump. Right, right, right. They have to like retroactively like, uh-huh. oh, yeah. Yeah, that was great. You're fired. That's yeah, funny. We love it. Yeah. Uh, but do you have to? Oh, yeah. Whatever boring Newt Rockney movie that Reagan. <laughs> I bet some people do. I bet they like. And he was the finest Fine, actor, yeah. but most wonderful films. <laughs> um, more film opinions. I stopped and ate at a a charming little hot dog restaurant. I had a very mm. good Chicago dog there, and not a lot of seating. So there's I I, I was on like a little a very narrow bench. That was kind of like there were literally there were women at a counter inside literally talking over me. So I'm like under them and I'm hearing their whole conversation Mm. and I could not help but start to write down details because the conversation was these two women in their 50s, 60s bemoaning how they just can't talk to their daughters anymore because it always becomes a fight. It always gets political. Mm. And even when I lay out very clearly that, look, the voting machines don't give you a receipt anymore. <laughs> They're, they don't even print us. So how can you know? Yeah, what? remember the voting machine receipts? Sure. Which proves that there wasn't malfeasance. If they show you a receipt, they can't have cheated. They, there's pr- I have oh proof my that my vote went in because they gave me a little CVS slip. Oh, wow. So, yeah, you're talking... <laughs> People are just like, literally the fight is happening because like somebody's like, Mom... The election wasn't stolen, and then it's yeah. over. Then the fight, the fight starts. Mom, you know, we start talking about if the if the election was stolen or not, and then it becomes political. <laughs> Mom, you used to vote in a thing where you pushed a bunch of levers down, and you pushed a big lever to open the curtain to leave the voting booth. What receipt was generated? Did you have to? You had to make the curtain go like you're operating a curtain at a play. Did you got? Did you not have the like? Nothing that crazy. No. It's in um the movie. Have you ever seen the the movie Pecker? No. Okay. There's a point <laughs> where Chris Pecker is not Pecker is not, Pecker is not powder. There's a point where Pecker and Christina Ricci, I think, are fooling around in a voting booth. Everyone's fantasy. And it's the ones with all these little levers in it where you click down the candidate you want, and then 
the final big red lever registers your vote and opens the voting booth. Oh, it's one swoop. So yeah, that it's you can't, one swoop. Yeah, that locks it in. Mm. Wow, yes. wow. That's exciting. I that think, vote, fun, I think yeah. voting numbers would go up if they that would brought be fun. fun stuff yeah. like that back. All yeah. my schools were like, you know, polling places. And so then if they were still around before or after the election, they would take us in and they're like, here's how you vote. Oh, cool. This giant contraption. Oh, big old levers. Bring those back. That yeah. would be I don't fun care. as hell, I don't, yeah. Look, I don't care who gets elected in the next presidential election. I don't care. Mm. doesn't matter. Yeah, no. All I care about is big levers coming back. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, anyway, then the then the conversation went in the direction you would think it would, and then it got into, um, uh, you know, and it's even, it's even happening at Disney, and I perk up. Oh, here we go. She says, well, you know, Susan, you know, she's worked there forever, and she just quit because they're doing the woke agenda. Because <laughs> the woke agenda, they're going back into the old movies, and they're putting in LGBT stuff. <laughs> what? And that's not right. The movie's from 50 years ago, and that's not what? right. That's changing history. Yo. Yeah, what does she, they're what going. What is she talking about? They're making this, they're, they're, they're making the seven dwarfs kiss. The dwarfs are all kissing now, and I just, I don't think that's right. It, regardless of how you feel about it, it doesn't add to the plot. We don't need to see them just kiss for seven straight minutes. <laughs> she didn't say the kissing no, thing, no, no. though. Because <laughs> I was like, for a second, I go, maybe he's maybe he's doing a bit. Maybe that is what the women were saying. I don't. We're out to lunch here, so I did, we can go pretty far. These... Mickey doesn't even do the magic anymore. The sorcerer comes in, and he just gets on his lap, and they make out. And These I just don't think that's rubes. right. These fucking rubes. Who would have thought decades-long diets of tab and lucky strikes and lead paint chips would just be rotting their brains in senior in their golden years this is how they're spending their golden years they're having uh, like be not uh, being mad at their daughters and be and quit and quitting companies that are do it because of what they think they're doing that they aren't i you know i would at least give them credit if they were like i wouldn't give them any credit but i uh, it would be something if they were like america chavez and dr strange 2 has two moms and you'd be like well that is true Mm -hmm. They at least they're wrong, but they're saying true things. They don't have any facts. They have no facts. <laughs> they're out to lunch. No, now it's Bambi. They went back in and gave Bambi two moms. <laughs> and it's just confusing. One of them dies, but the other's still around. So it reduces the, the oh, it lowers so the funny. stakes. It's just a worse movie. Yeah. Uh, so funny. So Su their, their friend, their Very friend scary. quit Disney because of things that aren't happening. And then, but you know what? It worked out for Susan because have you heard of the Genesis Project? Oh no, what's the Genesis Project? Well, it's in Kentucky and it's very, it's great. They have a Noah's Ark. They made a Noah's Ark. <gasps> Let's just the go. way, yes. Let's... They started talking about, if you remember our episode about the Ark Encounter, where they made a life like Noah's Ark with dinosaurs in it because it had to be to the letter of the Bible. Uh, and they have a creation museum. And it's, so we, so I'm overhearing conversation about their friend who left Disney to go work for Ken Ham. Wow. Is that his name? Ken yeah, Ham. Yeah, Ken yeah, Ham. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Iceberg and Ham. Uh, <laughs> I'm not saying they're too similar. I'm just saying they're that's some fun, that's fun the names. X versus Sever of 2022 <laughs> podcasting 2022 wow. iceberg versus Ham. Somebody went to work for Ham, which who? Yeah, yeah, a Disney to Ham defector. I don't know if they happen often. Um, I was very scared when she brought up the Genesis Project. I was like, "What is this?" Oh, going yeah, to that be? could have been anything. Well, have you heard of? <laughs> do you know about monkeypox that's going around? Well, the Genesis Project invented that. They released it uh, to kind of yeah. just 
control the population mm-hmm. and just kind of like narrow it down to who we. <laughs> It could also have been just like some shell company that Trump invented or something that people have been pouring money into just to line his pockets for five years and they have no clue. Well, the Genesis Project, they're they're doing a lot of good. They're eliminating Professor X and his pesky X-Men, all these mutants. (laughs) They're working on some excellent lasers. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, so anyway, this this is just all like these oh, are the was... costumed characters of the place you went. Yes, these the are the fun, fun the, the ghost characters. town alive. The, yeah, the, the, the fun local folks flavor. If you read just about people with horrible conspiracy <laughs> theories and they're uh, uh, acting stupidly, this is where you go to experience it, live it. Yeah, yeah, and risk your own life because I started thinking like, oh, I'm literally like these women are talking over me. So if I maybe this wall will protect me, but if they if they feel the way I think they do about the COVID vaccines, oh yeah, you shouldn't have been in there. Which by the way, the last I'll get to the rides, I swear. But the last time I was down there about six months ago with Aaron, we went to just this nice little coffee place, and then there was a big gathering of like seventy somethings, and mm. the conversation went where you thought it would, mm. and then this con- this following conversation happened. This guy like kind of holds court, and he's like, <clears throat> you know, uh, let me just ask, how many people do you know who died of COVID nineteen? And maybe one or two people raised their hands. It happened. Mm-hmm. People lost some friends. And he goes, okay, I'm going to. Okay, now how many people do you know who died from the COVID vaccine? <sighs> and no one, ra- even in this group, no <laughs> one raised their hand. And you could tell that this was a big deflation of the moment uh-huh. that he wanted because no hands go up. And then he goes, okay, we'll go, because I know three. You three. know three people <laughs> who died of who the died of the vaccine. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And and it's only been they've only been around for Right. It's recent. Yeah, yeah. A couple months at that point. Yeah. That was so this conversation happened in like the same half mile uh-huh. as this other one I just That makes sense. So yeah. it's a scene. It's a scene down there. But all of this, I would not allow it to tarnish the nice childhood memories that I have because I love going here with my dad and my sister. And it was fun to do it with, with my son. So I'm looking forward to, all right, here we go. We are heading to the fun zone. And once you get past the Reagan statues and the uh, Genesis Project conversations, mm-hmm. then you get a really fun thing because you get on a little ferry. You get a ride before you get there. And th- there's this odd little, it's these flat platforms that hold three cars and a bunch of pedestrians and you drive your car onto the platform and then it takes you across this little body of water Mm -hmm. which is just a fun i think these are pretty rare like little independently indie uh fairies i like to check out the indie fairy scene that's good yeah um it did give me some bad memories because they price the fairy based on your age and they're so uh adults are one age but kids five Mm. to eleven or another and i was down there a lot in the summer where i would i believe i turned 13 Uh oh and so when they so whenever the the guy running the like counting the coins when you paid for the ferry who was probably himself 16. Sure. Whenever he's So he's going around and he looks at my dad. Okay, so one adult and one kid. <laughs> and I it gave me the most anxiety. Like more, I thought about this for more, I got more stress about this than anything in my adult life mm. than worried about having a kid. It Like I was just like gripped with anxiety about, is that how young I look? Mm. How, uh, please make my dad pay 25 more cents mm-hmm. on this ferry. To oh. make you seem cooler, yeah. Yeah, the... I'm I'm curious to see how you'll handle the uh like well if you if you were to have a a second child mm-hmm. I definitely have memories of my parents going if anyone asks your brother is 3 Oh okay. yes yeah the, yeah yeah the little vacation oh, lies uh-huh. because mm-hmm. it could save you a lot of money I mean at Disney 
it's the difference between nowadays a hundred and fifty dollars and zero dollars huge yeah huge. yeah oh it you're just it just got me into uh minions rise of groove with the free oh kid. yeah nice. i tried to take him to a movie and i was like this might work if the minions are on the screen as soon as we walk in and instead it was a bunch of little mm. guys with spikes who were mad and my son got the most upset uh -oh. and like the quivering lip I've ever seen uh -oh. and we left instantly uh. so it ended up being free for everybody but I'm glad we didn't pay $10 oh, yeah. for yeah. him to be scared yeah, yeah. of whatever opens the Minions movie I'll never find out okay anyway so so once you arrive uh, you, you it's a nice dramatic uh, entrance where with, with a big Ferris wheel mm -hmm. right next to the mm -hmm. harbor and this is just very nice uh uh you know, any I think a Ferris wheel next to a body of water like uh, Playland had uh, is is just always great. You get legit views. They call it the world's longest Ferris wheel. I assume because maybe they let you be on it for longer because there aren't a lot of people down sure. there. Yeah, as yeah. Much there's not a demand these days. Yeah, yeah. Um, Childish Gambino music video 3005 mm. filmed entirely on this Ferris wheel as well as Nick Vial's first one-on-one -on -one date in season 21 of The Bachelor. <laughs> so, uh, uh, the, and the film Dirty John, also the miniseries Dirty mm. John, which is set in this area in general. Um, so Ferris Wheel's still there, still thriving, but then I keep making my way through the Balboa Fun Zone, and I think the fun has decreased. Mm. There's almost nothing to do oh, anymore, man. which is a bum. It's like, I think it's been COVID hit, and th that that's the bummer about it uh and developers have always been after it like we had to turn this into condos or something boring and I, I i really hope it doesn't happen but it already like you know there were bumper cars and there aren't bumper cars there was a carousel that is now mm. tables and chairs oh, man. um so where it was you could get a little afternoon of rides out of it there's almost nothing now what you can run into uh as i referenced are some Fun shirts, and I think there are some slides labeled shirt. Let's uh, talk about these really quick. Um, so here's one. All right, so zo zoom out of this a little. We might have to tilt our heads. Uh, here's one that says, um, uh, don't be a salty bitch. What? And it is the logo. <laughs> it's the famous girl from the Morton Salt yeah. logo. So this is fun, right? Uh -huh. it, it, uh, it flips the famous... <laughs> Morton Salt girl mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. on her head it really defies all the feelings, the associations we have about okay. the Morton Salt girl. Right, yeah. And then there's one more. Um, this one didn't even strike me as crazy. It's right wingy, but it I, it didn't really hit me as bizarre uh, until Aaron pointed out. Uh, so this shirt has a big gun on it, and it says, since we're redefining everything, this is a cordless hole puncher. <laughs> okay, now okay. I got a few notes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what is a cordless hole puncher? Well, yeah, this was this was Aaron's thought. Is uh, yeah, you know how hole punchers? All, we're oh, all electric. first of all, we're all using them because we all need. 
paper uh-huh. to have holes that we can put it uh-huh. into binders. We're never not punching holes into things, whether it be a single or a three hole. Mm-hmm. P- hole punching our whole lives. We love it, yeah. Uh, but the cords, we get tangled <laughs> in the cords. So many cords. Yeah. Think about all the hole punchers you've ever used and the forest of cords mm-hmm. that you end up tangled <laughs> up yeah, of in. Course. Yeah, yeah, of course. But, but you know, a gun solves that. A gun, first of all, eliminates the need for a cord when you're punching holes, but it also lets you punch holes into uh, undesirables. Um, it may punch with fatal holes. Yeah, what are you talking? Whole cordless. Even the if you took cordless out, I guess this is a hole puncher is a little flat. Uh, yeah. This is a hole puncher. I feel yeah. like cordless just isn't right. They're not electric are mechanisms. You, <laughs> oh, you know, and I looked up. There are electric. Hole sure. punchers, yeah, but yeah. they they don't have care. They're battery operated typically. <laughs> Nowadays, I I feel like the last corded hole puncher was decommissioned when Ronald Reagan was in office. <laughs> we need to get back to the time of American values of Reagan and of corded hole punchers. So, because <laughs> it makes my shirts make sense. The point, okay. So the philosophy behind the shirt is idiotic, and the uh, attempt at cleverness is idiotic as well. Yeah, just as a as a piece of writing, I think this. Yeah, I'm saying all the, all the ways. <laughs> this is four quadrant stupidity. Yeah, <laughs> this hits all the redefining parts of stupid. You know what I was thinking just now that uh, you know gender has to be thought about for two seconds uh-huh. and that's it. Well, if we're gonna do that. Then maybe let's change the names of guns. Mm, let me get to my computer and type. Oh, man. But you're yeah. also like, okay, f- all right, great. So guns, we're going to do it. We're going to reclassify them as cordless hole punchers. You got your wish. No, I didn't want that. <laughs> I want to call them guns. Damn, yeah, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. It was a joke. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, all this is 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 pablum because the thing that I, I really want to talk about, and this has come up on the show before, I have talked about my favorite ride that that anchored this place and the place has never been the same because it does not it for many years now has not had something called the scary dark ride Mm -hmm. i think the i'm I'm putting in there falsely it's It's called scary Scary dark ride right you would walk up to this facade and you would find a big a scary laughing woman i think the character is laughing sal Mm -hmm. which it might have prompted this discussion before um yeah kind of like missing tooth and Mm -hmm. stringy wig and she looks crazy she's an unbalanced person um and she is wearing like a a sweater like a fuchsia sweater Mm -hmm. so okay what does that tell me about the scary dark ride that i'm about to go on well it doesn't tell you that it like everything we've talked today i talked about today is pirate oriented yes (laughs) Um, it's all pirate all of our kid things are pirates but it's more than pirates, though. Uh-huh. It's everything. This ride is like it's uh, it's pirates mixed with some haunted mansion, mm-hmm. mixed with seven dwarfs, ro- like mine kind of stuff. Right. And isn't there a part in this in the Snow White ride where there's a bunch of eyes in the dark looking at you? Yeah. And the, and the old is it the old woods scene. 
I believe um, so. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's in this too. Uh-huh. And then there's like you pass by a bunch of explosive barrels, like Mr. Toad, or like a couple rides have. And I don't know what how the pirates. It's old treasure, but current explosives. Mm-hmm. This is the least discernible ride I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. It was so strange. It's the smallest space that a ride has ever been fit into. <laughs> I swear. Like even a carnival, like the the traveling dark mm-hmm. rides, have some space and maybe even a second story right this was so claustrophobic and just jammed in there to where now it is just an office it has just become (laughs) the corporate (laughs) office for whoever's running the balboa funds and you walk up to it now and it's just a gate and there's a door that says business office on it wow and it's heartbreaking to me where something so odd like such colorful local flavor used to be and now it's just business office it's Mm. so boring and it's so it's all so right there in my memory you walk up this awkward little flight of stairs and i remember the it's like little rounded bricks i'd know them anywhere it's always so eerie to walk up to this flight of stairs i miss this ride so much um i actually um i've discovered that there is a video of it because there's a listener paul durso Mm. i think we've all met paul uh, and he, he, I've talked about Scary Dark Ride before. And he's like, oh, there is a video of it. And thank God one person preserved it because otherwise there'd be so many details that would be gone. Like before you, like you walk into like a, a crate. The ride vehicle is a crate. And it says, <laughs> it, I don't know, they all might say different things, but the one I saw says garlic on it. So you <laughs> s- climb aboard a garlic crate okay. to go to a pirate's mine. Sure, sure. <laughs> it's so convoluted. There's like party city decor, just like oh, stickers man. and cutouts on the door. Then it's the creakiest, just like the the loudest track you've ever heard. Right. Uh, and then just occasional uh, strobe lights and scratchy speakers that all just say dead men tell no tales. <laughs> <laughs> and other things say cursed ye be bloomin' scalawags. Okay. But the, and some lines are just inaudible. You just cannot <laughs> tell whatsoever. This thing is so janky but of course it's a jankiness that i love that i was very fond of and i i remember because it was this janky even in the early 90s when i would have started to go on it and i remember thinking i knew enough already about disneyland that like you know like some of these rides are from the 60s but they still hold up and i thought the same thing about the scary dark ride like Presumably, this is a 60s relic, and it's rusted away, and the speakers are bad, but you know what? That's part of the charm, and we keep it alive, Mm because that's what you do. Um, Then, in my little bit of research for this episode, I learned this ride opened in 1988. (laughs) 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 The speaker problems Uh, were not from age. (laughs) They were just poor speakers. It was designed that way. Yes, yeah. Wow. So I'm going on this, and... And the ride then was as old as Rise of the Resistance is mm, now. Right. There was no sign of this. It was really like, it. I mean, it's like, a, I guess somebody like aging a lot from drugs or smoking or whatever. Fast, fast <laughs> aging. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a rapid decline. And that's uh-huh. kind of what happened to the scary dark ride. Oh my ride. gosh. Um, although as Paul noted, somebody in the comments claims that they did the hand painting and it does have mm. like cool black light painting from somebody who claims that they also did that for the Disneyland, the Fantasyland redos oh. in 1983 because some of it is legit. Um, like the actual, the painting is of quality if the speakers are not and the uh, story is not. Wow. Um, but 
I just, boy, I love this thing so much and I miss it a lot and it deserves better than being an office. Um, it all A bunch of things all closed in the fun zone in 2005. They tried to sell the whole ride to a museum in Temecula and then the deal fell through. So as of 2006, it was like, we are we will give you this ride for free. Oh, man. And I, God, I wish I knew that. I mean, I wasn't, I you had like- taken it. Yeah, I lived in a garage <laughs> in 2006. I shared half of a garage with somebody in college. So I would have had nowhere to put yeah. the entire scary dark ride. But oh my God, today- I would absolutely go through the hassle of the truck rental, of moving the, I'm sure, very heavy garlic crate ride vehicles. God, if I could have the entire, if anyone somehow knows what happened to the scary dark ride, huh. I would so happily fully recreate this in my garage, never have it for parking or recording ever yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, my garage might be bigger than where the ride used to oh, be. Wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, so it would be a downsize. Well, you could pay for the public storage facility that would inevitably get broken into. Like anyone, <laughs> everyone I know is rented public storage. It's like, hey, uh, you know that stuff you were storing? If it's gone. <laughs> But if you kept it all powered up and then the burglar was encountered a strobe light skeleton saying, oh, Curse yeah. GB, Bloomin' Scalawag. They're going to be out of there in two seconds. Yeah. That's its learn, own security system. Learn the folly of their ways. Yeah, yeah. This <laughs> might scare them to death. I hope it would. Oh. So it sounds like uh, it's the most depressing trip you could take now going down to... <laughs> uh, admittedly, yes, the fun zone was not the high... I mean, what it became... But Well, if here, if I could say... What actually, if the, how this place impacted me, it's it's on it's on two levels. One, I'm like, how did this affect me in a way that the that pirates didn't? Or because you can never have ownership of those. Yeah, but you can have ownership over weird bullshit that's only in one place. Mm-hmm. And when I add up all the things that light me up talking to people or on the show it's always do you know there's like a big sad bear that's outside of the rocky mountain mm-hmm. chocolate factory or there's themes in the fries and this one's like a spaceship or there's a car wash that's like an old river boat mm-hmm. for sure that all came out of the scary di- like i don't want to talk about the haunted mansion everyone knows the haunted mansion i want to talk about the the pirate's mine ride in a garlic crate that makes no sense and that's bad and scary yeah and where my friend smoked weed one time and i still feel bad about it we shouldn't have befouled this place <laughs> i'm still mad it's not somebody i see anymore and i wonder if that's partially why oh, maybe he lost me uh smoking weed on the interesting the scary dark ride you know i would love is there is there any sort of research done on people's brain because also in addition to just what you're s- describing there is a type of person and i believe all three of us are this type of person mm-hmm. that likes having a little thing that not everybody knows and oh, what is that time. design what is that called there's something about our brains that like oh by the way did you know and i feel yeah. like it's maybe yep. 20% of the population has some version of this. And it's the it's the fandom I can relate to the most. Yeah. That's sort of how, I mean, the fact that when we started talking about theme parks the first time that the word screamscape came up the first time. Like, yeah. Okay, well, this guy knows his shit. Yes. Screamscape. <laughs> it's Jim. dug deeper. It's <laughs> <Dude. laughs> been a good amount of time for screamscape for this episode. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Smaller parks yeah. are oh, one of, they, they are pretty good at calling. I yeah. called it as a joke screamscape a rag many years ago on this podcast. That was a joke, by the way. I just want to apologize okay, to screamscape in yeah. case they thought that was serious that was a joke not just because it was a funny like reference to call them a rag but also in that time 
we've seen just how bad theme park websites can oh, get. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. I might have met but some of those not... ladies might be writing for Inside yeah. the Magic. Yeah. It was not a <laughs> real LGB big... content uh, going into. Yeah. I... I mean, those ladies are doing the same thing. You know, they're they're living their own Marvel Universe and their own MCU with alternate reality. The multi-girl yeah, multiverse the... they're in right well, now. Especially, I mean, a lot of conservatives, but especially Q people. It's like, oh, it yeah. is like, yeah, they get to like live in a VR simulation of yeah. life. Yeah. That's at all right. times yeah um but if i could if i could also be sincere what i really love about this area sure is it was like the launching point for some very nice bonding and bike rides with my dad and something that i hadn't gotten to do since the one two punch of pandemic and child mm-hmm. and it was so that like yes lots of like the the places run down and bizarre conversations uh, you're sure. and uh, uh and confusingly written t-shirts but uh, riding bikes with my dad in that area, nothing replaces that. Sure. That, so that, that's what that's what made me in this zone, uh, and it's all all priceless. And it was so nice to do it again. Yeah, that's great. I would have. I mean, I wish Pirates Cove were here to get to do it again. I mean, maybe I'll do it at a certain point if I go back. But mm-hmm. it is it is it would be fun to go do some of this stuff again. To feel to feel the memories is what you're saying. Well, now that we've introduced everybody to these places, then they'll all be cheering us on. That's true. Yes. Uh, when we end up back there, when you're walking around, when you're when you commandeer Blackbeard's bank mm-hmm. and take when it over. I when I put a watch in a safe deposit box at Blackbeard's bank. <laughs> People will be very excited. Sure. <laughs> and when yeah. Jason, next time Jason saves coupons at Playland. Yeah. I am either adjacent or in Playland as this episode's coming out. So. Oh, oh, no wow. kidding. I, yeah. oh, so Somebody you might look to, up and see You ya. get to see the magic. It's so. possible, yeah. Wow. I mean, I've gone back. There were two summers I didn't go back. One because of a shitty job I had where they're like, well, we really need people. We can't let people take mm. long vacations this summer. And then 2020, I did have tickets to go <laughs> to New Jersey. Just and and it just, yeah, didn't didn't happen. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be a great homecoming. I hope this was a good audio homecoming. Yeah. And tell us your version of this, the parks that made yeah. you, because maybe they're episodes or maybe we just laugh at a picture mm-hmm. of something cruddy. Uh, but feel free to reply with those. But for now, you survived Podcast the Ride. Um and yeah, I don't know. Fun, fun, fun little trip. I I feel yeah, great. I just realized I'm parked on the street and it's you can't park after the time that it is. Uh, no, it doesn't know at six. It uh, th- you can park whenever. Isn't that right? I think it's no parking after six. Oh shit! Well, let's get the fuck out. Hey, you can find us on all the socials at Podcast the Ride, Merch and RT, Public Store. Three bonus episodes every month at Podcast the Ride, the Second Gate, or one more bonus episode on our new tier, Club Three. All of that at patreoncom slash podcast the ride are you actually leaving to you're that, take a quick look um you're nobody there's no way it, our cars are po- towed scott uh um, finished that makes me want to i'm going to take my sweet time i want to thank brian thank what? you brian no. for being great with I have to go. now you're saying we shouldn't be thanking brian thank I you oh, thank, thank you brian, you, brian. i also have to pee uh, thank you Sean you're gonna Rice. end this nice moment with brian to, to you're being selfish about your too. own car i'm Who thankful cares for brian I thank him. Why didn't you go when I went? Because I'm more professional. Oh, fine. (laughs) (laughs) Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.